0: (laughs) hey it's thursday (laughs) thank god (laughs) right hello and and welcome to smile diaries i'm dr gita harb i'm sitting here today with the beautiful and the gorgeous model kenny (laughs) silva hi kenny hi how are you today Actually I'm doing
1: very good.
0: Thank good. You. Well you look stunning. Thank you. And um I
1: just feel it's so three hours of makeup and hair. <laughs> and, you know, anybody can look like me. They just need the no, time you look to gorgeous. find the day to do it. Yeah.
0: You look gorgeous. And I And I usually think, you know, I'm somewhat not very short, but I'm feeling very short today, (laughs) (laughs) standing in front of you. You're You're stunning. (laughs) Um, Well, thank Thank you for coming today. I'm so excited to have you on. And um, I wanted to kind of start the podcast by just having you give us a little bit of a background on Kenny. Can you tell us a little (laughs) bit about
1: Kenny? (laughs) So I grew up in Moscow. Mm -hmm. And my parents actually did a Big. Um, they always wanted me to go to the best school, the best university. Academics were extremely important to them. But at fourteen, I realized that I'm—I was so mature. I wanted freedom. And then I discovered, because of my height, I can actually model. Mm-hmm. So that's how my modeling career started. And how tall are you, Kenny? Just I'm out of curiosity. Five ten. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything. And hopefully I'm not getting shorter with age <laughs> Thank God for those extra hills yes <laughs> you're still very young so I don't worry about that <laughs> but to me mm-hmm. modeling gave me the freedom that I could and I started making money and I loved it and but my parents said no you still have to go to high school and college and you know you have right. to learn how to manage That's how I learned how to manage multiple careers and things in my life. And I realized, you know, I actually love being busy and doing different things. That's, mm-hmm. I think, how it started my whole perception of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and were the, you modeling yeah. in Moscow? I was modeling at Moscow at 14. Boy, at true. 15, they offered me to go to Korea. Oh. For catalog jobs, and my parents said, "No way! You're 15. You're not going anywhere." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, but like, I'm ready!" Like, you know, I, they would send me in the summer to live in London in the family to learn English. Yeah. You know, so I was there mm-hmm. by myself living in a family. But anyway, at 18, I went to Milan to finally. I was in Russia. Legal age is 18 when you become an adult. So mm-hmm. at 18, I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm off. I'm on my own." So I went to Milan. From there. I came back, I still was going to college in Moscow, and then I came to United States, I signed with elite Leeds uh, Model Management, but I would go back and forth just to finish yeah. that business degree, my parents really wanted it. right? And it kind of taught me that also that, you know, like Russian universities are a little bit different, it's like a street smart, like you can do it, and uh, mm-hmm. you just need to know, what to do, how to study. Yeah. That's how I think I have so many degrees in my life because it taught me that education is very easy. Yeah, It's not as hard as you think. I mean, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. you're a doctor, it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but getting any other degrees is extremely easy. Yeah. You just have to follow the rules, pass the test, and you're on your own. Right. So when... Um, at 23, I met my ex-husband, and I was actually moving to New York. And mm-hmm. he asked me, he's like, why wouldn't you, you know, stay here? And I'm like, you know, the modeling here is in L.A. is very different than New York. And yeah. I used to live in Milan. And I'm like, I want to go to a big city and do yeah. big things. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you try it out and i'm like you know if i'm gonna stay here i want to go and become a fashion designer so i went to fit 'em. oh wow <laughs> and got that degree because i'm like if i'm staying here i, I don't want to do it for modeling i want like another for degree it's easy <laughs> another degree. And i honestly right. wanted to be a fashion yeah. designer yeah and then in 2008 the whole you know crash happens right. so like this is the worst time to start a clothing line because who like people you know yeah, recession have, new, the recession or they're losing their homes they're losing jobs like who mm-hmm. wants clothing this is the last thing all the companies True. are closing down and at that time actually when I graduated I just delivered my first child she oh. was like three months And I'm like, you know what, I'll take a little time off for a year to think, what else can I do with my beautiful degrees, (laughs) with all the degrees. (laughs) I mean, I always wanted to be a mom, and I always wanted to be a mom, you know, earlier on in life. I don't think I have patience for children like now thinking, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy I had my Mm -hmm. kids when I had them, but I didn't want to be just stay-at-home mom of course so then a year after i'm like you know what our family buys a lot of real estate why wouldn't i get that degree (laughs) (laughs) so i became a real estate agent and now i'm a broker and i did that for you know for us for me my husband we invest a lot into real estate and for my friends i'm like okay at least you know like i had nice to have it's nice to have and then I can plan my day. I can be with Mm -hmm. my child and Mm -hmm. then, you know, spend three hours a day doing something different. You know, it just, to me, I always wanted to have something for myself where I go and I. Do something, you know, mm-hmm. not just change diapers all day long and breastfeed. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <and you laughs> it. It's great being a mom, but you need more. I need that You need extra. Extra, yeah, for, for yourself. And then we decided, when we decided to have second child, we realized our home was not big enough. So we decided to rebuild it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, now I can get my fashion degree, at least design degree, interior, <laughs> interior decorating degree. <laughs> no, I didn't get that because it's very similar. Yes. You know, it's like they, they teach you how to draw and things. And once you have a vision, like right. you'll you have a vision. But that's how I started. I We rebuilt our home and I wow. designed it. From, yeah. you know, how, like, doing it with architects. Yeah. Putting You're plants. You're jack to, of all yeah. trades. <laughs> <laughs> but I think any person who have artistic arts, yes. it's very easy to go True. from painting to designing to all this kind of thing. 100%. You just have to have, you know, I think, honestly, people can do everything if they want. Yes. And they can change traits. They can become somebody else. It, it's just the desire that motivates Exactly. Everybody. It's what's inside you. It's, exactly. It's you, yeah. So I I did that at home then after a couple years, actually. You know what's so funny? When we were going looking first for lots, we would look at lots and they're like, oh, this lot... couple is getting divorced, 70% divorce rate during construction. Wow. I didn't know that. And I was like, wow, but we survived the first construction house. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot of stress. and It's a lot of stress because there's two people that want different things. 100%. And yes. um, And obviously, there's money involved, which is always stressful. It's always a problem. Always a problem. But we survived that. And actually, three years later, I'm like, you know what? I actually missed that building homes thing. You know, it's like my creative part, like where you go and It's just like your baby because, you know, you started. You created it from
0: scratch. You created
1: it and the little details and the things. And so that's how we ended up um, building a house in L.A., Oh, nice, because I, lo- I love going to yeah. I love Orange County. It's a great place to raise children, but it's a little boring for me. Especially it's very mellow coming from mm-hmm. a big city. Like we love going to the restaurants yeah. and theaters and museums. So yeah. we were building, we built a house there and it took us six years. Wow.
0: Six years.
1: Mm-hmm. What part of L.A. were you guys in? In Brentwood. Okay. And it's also because of the pandemic, and yeah. then it stopped. But thank God, the construction—it right. was essential workers, so they continued doing it. But yeah. still, it's the material was getting but the delayed during supplies COVID, All the yes. all their plans now took forever. So yeah. that's why it was a six-year project yes. to finish it. And um, then <laughs> 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 I like, okay, I just got a new actually degree once I went yeah. through my divorce and. I started writing a book I'm like why wouldn't I be because my book is about divorce yeah I got a certified divorce coach wow
0: <laughs> so like so during never end <laughs> and, <laughs> and the, the just, I feel like you're gonna become a doctor next Kenny you I feel know like that's so in your funny. future
1: <laughs> it's actually it's so funny because a long time ago and I have several tenants because like, I invest in real estate all my tenants were giving me so much problems that I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to become an attorney. Yeah. And I looked into it, actually. You're and I kidding. found a program that was after hours. You know, online. like on, it wasn't online. You had to go somewhere. Yeah. But I'm like, then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, do I want... It wasn't like a year or two. It's mm-hmm. like a four-year because you, you, it's not a full-time program. Yeah. I'm like, do I want to spend four years of my life just to get there I'm like just to, to get another degree but I was so hurt because every tenant was trying to sue me or do oh. something and I do a lot of research that's how I know a lot of mm-hmm. things I do even I'm not an attorney but it like I you, lo- you I teach read, yourself. Yeah, I teach myself. I consult with other attorneys, and like I know. But it was at the moment I was like, Oh my God, I'm gonna become an yeah. attorney. He's like, well California has more attorneys than any other state. Well,
0: it's a sue happy state. Yes, yeah, so everybody just wants that's to why see it for no reason.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's just like okay, but they're like no, no, no. This is taking too long if if it's short then I'm okay that's how I became a divorce coach one day I was just preparing for a podcast and the person was interviewed they would do they were interviewing divorce coach I'm like oh I didn't even know there's such a professional you can, I I thought it's just (laughs) you know like a lot of coaches I thought and it's my bad you know you're like like, not indicated enough for that I'm like oh I thought people just Become a coach because they yeah. they have knowledge about it, mm-hmm. and then they just want to teach, and they become public speakers. But no, actually, you can get a degree for that for a divorce coach. I actually didn't even know that existed until I didn't know either. Right you now, can, exactly. So, wow, so then I started googling, and I remember my boyfriend calls me, and I'm like, Oh my god, oh my god! even <laughs> guess what? He's like, What? I'm like, I'm going to be a divorce coach. He, he's like, You sound so happy, like you found something. I'm like, Yeah, I didn't know that thing exists, and <laughs> now I can be an too. official one because I talk about it so much. But yeah. you know, like. One thing I feel for me, it's not even about degree, it's just, to me, I feel accredited that now it's not just like I went through it, Right. I actually got the knowledge mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things when I read, I'm like, oh, you know, interested. Like, I didn't know that, yeah. you know, certain things, how to, you know, navigate and and do I things. I wanna get into, like. There's so many, now I'm like, I have a whole list. I'm like, <laughs> you know what, I always wanted to go to Harvard, so I found a Harvard program, oh I wanna to- <laughs> say. And the list continues. <laughs> and the list continues, but I think for yeah. me, I need that. You know, some people read yes. books every night. Yeah. For me, I'd rather get a degree. You know, it's uh, like it's I same think that's reading. your thing, Kenny.
0: That's you just. You, I think need to add things on your resume every other day. <laughs> exactly. I and just why not? It's on. it's so good to teach yourself, and it's so good yes. to. It sounds like you just enjoy the learning process of it too. Exactly. You know, so which is a great thing. I I yes. think you're mentally, you get you know. kind of like a high from it and you you enjoy learning which is great so
1: um, I definitely do and it's also at the end when you it's not like you write a book yeah you know you would do it every day but it's like okay you write a book you put it in the shelf here I put my certificate on the wall you know (laughs) it's not like I just read it I actually like took a test for it so and you learn like Instagram mm. is an amazing tool. If you use it right, yeah. you can learn so many things A too, yeah. you know, and, and there is all these things now. It's like, I'm just amazed sometimes because I'm not so tech. Like my, my kids are usually like, mom, like this is this new thing. So I'm like, oh my God, there's knowledge. The always new
0: stuff. Right. To, and, and
1: it's literally the kids that are
0: teaching us how right. to do it. Sometimes my son, I'm, I'm trying to do something. He's like, just give me the phone. I'll just do it. And he'll take <laughs> it away. And within two seconds, it's like done. Meanwhile, I'm like, wait, where's that button? <laughs> Exactly. Where do I go?
1: Exactly. So, yeah. But yeah. I always tell my kids, "I'm like, wait one day they shut down that electricity, you guys oh, would not know not, what no. to do." Exactly, and we will, <laughs> and we will. But I still write, like I have, you know, like notes, yeah. like you. But I write every mm-hmm. day the things I need to do. Yeah. Like, where is the? It's like old-fashioned week. Not yeah. everything is in the phone. Like and, I and like it's, that. it's,
0: I like having a pen and a paper. Exactly. You, I never got into like Audibles, or I never got into um, you know just reading a book on online. I yes. like to physically. Me too. It feels so much different to me. I just yes. like to have the physical pen and paper and make notes and highlight and a highlight. I love I love this. highlighting. Yes. You know, oh, like, like just, you put a bookmark
1: yeah. like like okay, I love this thing. Yeah, you, it's different. It's, it's so just so a different, different, different feeling. So, yeah, I'm afraid so. that at schools they're not going to teach them how to write anymore because wouldn't every, that be scary?
0: that would actually be a scary
1: thing but you know like after pandemic i'm not surprised about anything anymore because they changed so many things the you know the kids were online for so long thank Mm -hmm. god for private schools you know in orange county thank god (laughs) my kids were back in school three months and you yeah. know it's so funny because my son before his teacher would complain like oh he doesn't do this he doesn't yeah. do that but he's an amazing kid but when it was pandemic and I was his kind of teacher mm-hmm. I was like oh my gosh she was so right because we as moms we think our kids are the yeah. best no matter what of they course, do yeah. if the teacher calls out, it's your problem yeah. like, it's you <laughs> you're the well, problem you did something, <laughs> you did something, you did wrong. something <laughs> wrong and during pandemic I was like oh my gosh she was so yeah. right I don't remember the like, her, I'm like okay now you teach me what <laughs> yeah. to do with him and she's like okay this is how he does it. Like, yeah. he likes to organize. it. There's mm-hmm. like, and the teacher was teaching me about my son, which is so amazing. And that actually, after the so pandemic, cool. I have so much respect for teachers.
0: Did you be, Did you get a degree
1: to become a teacher, Kenny? No, I, would oh, not, darn. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> There's one thing I can never do. I, I, I cannot. It's you hard. You know, having two children, like, I love my children, but having, like, 30 it's or 20 hard. in the class. Yeah. And dealing with all their different problems and be so catering and loving and, you know, just to so have the Patience to listen to all the moms. It's a special trait. It It really is. I mean, God bless all the teachers. Yes.
0: I I was, you know, my kids go to private school too, so we opened actually I don't think our school ever really closed they kind of pretty maybe closed for like a month or two yeah. but then they just opened right away and thank God for that because I mean the yelling in the house that was going on <laughs> during the pandemic between me and my husband was not fun <laughs> so it was either me yelling at the kids or my husband yelling at the kids and then when school opened up I was like thank God I cannot deal with this and As much as I love kids, I just, I can't teach. Like, I cannot sit. Mm -hmm. I don't have the patience. It's hard. Exactly. The patience. It really is hard. That's what it is. Yeah. But
1: actually, during pandemic, and this is what during pandemic, I realized, like, you know what? Like, life is so short. Like, I want something different. And statistically, after pandemic, it was hard to find a divorce attorney because it was so booked. there was so many wow. divorces because yeah. people were finally you know mm-hmm. usually you travel sometimes you don't even see a partner Yeah, and it's different dynamics but now everybody was trapped you're it wasn't trapped just like oh I have a wife and two kids yeah. <laughs> where this came from and you're from? <laughs> having to really spend time with that person <laughs> you, you and you realize time. like you know what I don't
0: like you <laughs> and, or you know or so you like, just like, start uh, fighting
1: yeah. you start fighting or you know it, it's just the right. thing from having dinners every night yeah. and having lunches. And it's not yeah. like we go out. It's like we all in this In the same house. space. And thank God we, yeah. we did have a big house. But still it just, and we honestly we didn't argue as much during pandemic. It's just, I think it showed how life is so pressured. Mm-hmm. And to me it was like, I, I did have all these degrees and I did all these things for my family, but I didn't do anything for me right what I want it and I so lost myself from you know like people will ask me like what do you like I'm like well I don't know like I know what my kids like I know yeah. what my husband likes because I'm always and we as moms as a woman I think in general we are very catering yes. and we you know learn to like the things that others mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. and that's what happened to me. That I was like, I don't know what I like. I don't know where I want to go. Nobody r- really asks And nobody to. does. And nobody, nobody does. the husband
0: walks in and it's like, okay, what's for dinner? And the kids come home from school and they're like, what are we eating? And it's just everyone does their own thing. But yeah, nobody really asks the wife, like, yes. how's it going? What do you want to do? What, you know, what can we do for you? It's always
1: us taking care of everyone. And it's just yes. very normal. Exactly. So, yeah. And this is where I was like, you know what? This like... I was 38 when I realized Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I'm getting close to 40. Like, uh, there's no time to wait anymore to do something with my life or things I wanted to do. And this is when the first, I had thoughts in the past and I did go to my attorney, thank God, that's the only Mm -hmm. reason she took me because I was her existing client. But as a woman, I feel like we all sometimes, you know, it's like going to the doctor, you just go and you, check it out and you see what's it there for you how it works Mm -hmm. that way the process itself is not as scary and you have to be prepared because it's a really big decision not just you know change your life but the things you need to know about and you know how things work and especially if you have kids the arrangements and things and but this is when i realized like i don't want to wait anymore there's Mm -hmm. no more waiting because okay hopefully one day they're going to open, you know, yeah. <laughs> those golden cages that we're all going to be let out, but let you know, me woo. out. <laughs> so during the
0: pandemic, that's when you felt you need to move on and you, yes. you wanted to,
1: you know, I just, re- I met my husband when I was 23. I was yeah. so young and we, or maybe me, you know, I just grew apart. Mm-hmm. I was going with the flow of, building things and because i'm so ocd and so like okay like i put a list of things i want and i get to them but then it just like i had my perfect life i had a house i had another house i had two children like we traveled everything was so planned Mm -hmm. and organized so when the pandemic came and it's like there's nothing. It's just just four of us. Like, like, let's get to know each other because you get so busy with lives and things and husbands get busy with work and kids with cool schools and after school programs. Like, there's no time to think. Mm. I mean, in all reality,
0: how many hours do we actually spend with, with our kids? You know, they're in yeah. school from 7.30, 8
1: o'clock until 3. Well, now I spend a lot and because those 50% right. of the time they're with me. I yeah. want to spend, like I right. miss them. Yeah. You know, this is now, to be honest, like it's a quality time. Because mm-hmm. we take walks, we do movies, we do things we never did before. Yeah. Because before it was just life running around exactly yeah. it was schedule 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 mm-hmm. now my kids don't even do a lot of after school mm-hmm. things because you know it's like you know what who cares about right. if they go to 20 clubs yeah it's not important it's what's not. important like having you know a sit-down dinner in the house true instead of like kids eat it at one time you eat it the other time or you go to the restaurant yeah. with your husband and like they're on their own like all this well things. and i think it's also pressure from you know, just society, and I, I, you know,
0: when my kids were younger, you know, I I have two, boy and a girl, but when they were younger, I had them in class after class after class. They were doing tennis, golfing, basketball, you know, dance, gymnastics, taekwondo, and and piano, and this and that, and after all, like now, they're, you know, Kayla just wants to do dance. She doesn't even care about anything else, and my son is just doing basketball and football, and then you realize that That stuff doesn't really matter, but I was running around like a chicken without a head because, you know, (laughs) working five days a week, dropping off, picking up, this, that, and then you come home and you have not even a second to do quality time together because you're just all over the place. And if you cook dinner, you're tired. It's like five minutes. Okay, it's time to go do homework. And so really in reality, most people don't really spend quality time with their kids or family unless it's on the weekend, but during Mm -hmm. the week, it's hard. Um, but then I think after the pandemic, you realize like all of that stuff doesn't really matter. Like exactly. pick one thing that they like, honestly, that's my, my would be my advice. And just go with that and stick with it because all these just running around and crazy it's, life yeah, in the it's end. Not it good just it's not good
1: for anybody. It's anxiety, really. But the thing is, it's also exhausts us more than oh, anybody. Oh, yeah. I mentally, too. I remember my um, Alexa's uh, doctor, she always told me, like, if mom is happy, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. True but I never really thought of it to the point because it's like, okay, like I'm always happy. I have to be happy. I have no other choice to be happy. Well, yeah. But what it really meant is finding time for yourself and start loving. Like now it's a big thing about like, you need to learn how to love yourself. True. But I think always, for me, it was such a selfish thing just to love yourself. Like, how can you spend a whole hour to like to yourself? Just, it's to guilt. Just, you just, feel it's guilt. guilt. You yeah. feel guilt. You so feel guilty. like you're taking
0: that away from your kids and your husband. Exactly. And from from everyone everybody. Else. But yeah. then I
1: realized, you know, without that, how can you actually give that love to somebody else? Because you don't know how to treat yourself. True. And this is where all these things during pandemic, because now we have all this time in the world. There's no like running and going <laughs> to clubs and doing all these things. Yeah. It's just you and your family uh, and there's yeah. a lot of time now for like i took a lot of hikes and walks right. and like and now was a lot of time to think like okay well what would i change what would i do yeah. okay time to love myself how do you do that right. like <laughs> Google, i have no <laughs> idea <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm <laughs> gonna get a certificate I put and so <laughs> many masks on myself okay is that, is that what it is <laughs> and uh. then and then you realize like you know what that like, this is time like this yeah. for me was like, I don't want, I don't want to do it. I, this is, I want to change. And I, mm-hmm. the scariest part they think it was first to say to yourself. Yeah. And to really admit it. Then the second thought was, like, oh, my God, how am I going to tell my husband? (laughs) It's like you feel like a kid when you did something bad when you were a teenager. Like, okay, how am I going to tell my parents? parents? Like, like, how am I going to tell my (laughs) parents How do I say it? (laughs) How do I say it? It's a big thing. And, you know, just that alone, I remember, it was, like, just took me so much courage to say. And, you know, my husband's like, okay, well, let's talk. And we talked and things. I'm like, you know, it it just, it just yeah but that dad. feeling
0: for you must
1: have been so strong in order for you
0: it was to very
1: strong and it was also very scary because it, w- it wasn't scary for me if i didn't have children it's it's very different it, of course but much you easier. have all this guilt that's what yeah. you know the kids like, and the family how are you gonna tell them like they had this beautiful life and a perfect life and now in their eyes but for me I actually, my parents stood married because of me. And I remember mm-hmm. myself at the age of 12 when I wanted them to be divorced. Oh wow. I, And it didn't fight. I mean, they had disagreements, yeah. but I saw they were so different. They had like mm-hmm. two different lives. You know, I was traveling with my mom and, you know, like I saw my dad was doing his own thing. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I actually want them to be living and different. My kids didn't have that, you know, thank God. They never yeah. even thought we have problems or anything. Right. But I also... Felt that you know parents who stay married just for children, you know no matter what if the kids see them fight or not fight, I don't think it's fair for the parents because True. the kids one day they will go to college to their own and they're life. Gonna have their own life. And especially, I think women, we only have that window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because the older you get, you get so scared. Of yeah. change like I remember it was no problem for me living in Milan and in three months living in America it's mm-hmm. like okay it's an adventure yeah. now it's like oh my god moving from Everything. one home to another it's oh, scary it's scary and yeah. like oh my god it's like I have to start all over yeah and that's why to me it's you know obviously listen a lot of couples work it out and they right. live separate and then they get back but to me I knew it And I wouldn't file until I know for sure, this is it. I'm not a person to change my mind. It's like once I'm set, I'm set. And then it was just a whole journey to make sure that everybody along this journey is okay. Like my children, Mm. like even my ex-husband, because he didn't want it and you know, like I, I nurture feelings for everybody. Yeah. And so did
0: you did you sit down your kids?
1: And how was the process? Did you sit them down and say, okay, this is what's happening? No. Okay. Because uh, we actually didn't tell anybody until we got divorced. Oh, wow. I mean, my kids heard an argument yeah. about it. But we lived through divorce together. We took children on every vacation there was, like as planned. Okay. We went to family dinners every Friday. And only once it was... Really wow. over. Yeah. Then we sat down, and it was another scary thing. And I remember asking my attorney, I'm like, okay, well, how do people do this, you know? And I consulted. And that's with when them. the divorce coach comes in, <laughs> right? Or yes, and I asked the therapist, okay, how do you do it? Well, right. ideally, yeah. you know, if two parents are more in a good relationship, mm-hmm. they sit down with the kids, and they tell them, listen, like, this you still white. have a mom, and yeah. you still have a dad, and we both love you. You still have that family unit. But unfortunately, mommy and daddy are going to be living in separate homes. Mm-hmm. And you will spend some time with mommy. You will spend some time with daddy. But we still love you. It's not the your same. fault. If you have any questions, you can guys personally, you know, ask. That's how, like, a picture-perfect yeah. family, family works. Family would, yeah. But obviously, divorce. divorce is, you know, especially when one, when two people want divorce, I think maybe it's a little bit different. But when one person wants, one, mm-hmm. another one doesn't, there's it's always harder. hurt feelings and you know it doesn't go perfectly so it was a little bit chaotic and you know my son didn't say actually anything he just listened and it said and my daughter had more feelings and Mm -hmm. questions and you know it it was just as a mom there's a lot of things because I look at them as babies even my daughter at the time she's now for she was 12. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to say like I, I did say but I wanted to baby her yeah in a way of course you want because protect you can you want to protect them yes. and I think it's the scariest feeling when you know you're hurting them but there's nothing you can do Yes. You know, you want to say like, OK, well, you also want to you
0: also want to make sure that you're OK and you're happy. Yes. But you also don't. You know, they're your hearts like walking outside your body. Right. So you have to also exactly. protect them and make sure they're happy and they're not hurt and all of yes. that. But, you know, it takes a lot of courage for what you did, I think, because, you know, it's a lot of women do say in marriages that are miserable and unhappy yes. And it doesn't always have to be necessarily fighting or yelling or screaming. It could just be the fact that these two people are not even connecting, right? And sometimes there's no fighting. So to do that, I think it takes a lot of courage because a lot of people don't. They'll stay until kids are grown and off to college and married and then they're like oh guess what <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> mommy and daddy are getting at 65
0: <laughs> and
1: that's so, the thing because I'm raising a daughter I want yes. her to show an example that if you are and marriage is the same relationship with more paperwork it's nothing yeah, different right I want to show her if you're not happy mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have children or you're not if you spend 10 years yeah. 13 5 you can walk away you have that option Yeah, it's not like you are there. Yes, you're not dying. You're You're not not, dying. And
0: I feel like people really look at, I mean, you know, I come from a, a family that's just like, you know, we're a Catholic, you don't get a divorce, you don't, you know, it's, but people look at divorce as like death yes right? it oh it's the end of the world you're dying it's over yes. and it's and for woman only I and think of course because, because, because when the they ask, ask turn like turn around oh, and be married exactly. in five months <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
1: right but it's every time I say I'm divorced everybody's like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm like it's like a funeral I'm like, it I'm is like, listen, yeah I, you should be happy for me you should be saying congratulations now you're in your new journey your yeah. life is just starting yeah. and it's just up to you what are you gonna do with it but it unfortunately in this and that's why I decided to write a book to show that this is not the end this is the mm-hmm. beginning that's my book called Divorce is an Opportunity it's an opportunity to start all over and change your life I love that and do things what you want to do with your life maybe you never got that's why after my divorce you know was over it took me six yeah. months just to put things together put a house like the kids mm-hmm. you know the schedule so everybody well, gets well you used did it pretty it. quickly you, my you? divorce was a year and two months yeah well, we were pretty, living and because I learned so many things Mm -hmm. down the line. Mm -hmm. The number one thing, when you started realizing that men and women think so different, and how women are so emotional, and I was one of those women, and uh, I did actually brain mapping that helped me a lot just to teach me how to analyze my thoughts and not so to be emotional, like if I feel something, I wouldn't say it right away i would just think hold it hold think about it, it. exactly mm-hmm. and it was amazing because i would be that person if i walk in the room and my kids have a mess i would be like ah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after brain mapping i walk in i feel the feeling yeah but i close the door and i'm out it doesn't bother me yeah and that's really important to learn and because most of us just jump so quickly. we yeah. jump yeah. and the thing is divorce is already such an emotional event where you say things you don't you know, sometimes like the next day, and you're like, oh my God, why did I say it? You know, like it hurts somebody's feeling. But because you are like really in the war, it's like sending yeah. the bombs. And you're like, oh my God, I just destroyed half of that town. Like, <laughs> what, what did I do? But to me, yeah. it was very important. And I started actually brain mapping when I was still thinking about it. Tell, Tell me a little bit about the brain mapping. So what, what is it exactly? Brain mapping, They it's like an MRI. They analyze yeah. your brain and they see and looking at the brain mapping she was able to tell me like oh something happened to you at two at seven you changed school it's no it,
0: way because they can it actually registers b- you're kidding
1: yes wow and then <laughs> it was that's vision. really amazing and then she looks and so she's like "What? Well, something happened to you at 23 and it progressed because it goes like like the green is a normal brain and then it turns like colors and now you're like you're at the stage where you like almost you know in it into a depression but it started at 23 what happened i'm like well at 23 i met my ex-husband oh no <laughs> and i'm not saying listen our marriage right, was right, amazing we of had an amazing time we did amazing things yes. I, it just it shows you how big. brain picks up little things what you think what you put inside that you're not happy which you just you know you don't want to say to anybody you 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 just yeah. it's in the back of your brain so it does register Wow. So then what and they do, stays.
0: I mean, it's just it's incredible stays. to me how they pick up the, the dates that she, I was shocked when she said like age. you,
1: you moved schools. I'm like, how do you know? And it's a relating thing. It's the emotions that come with changing schools that reflects into your brain. That's incredible. And after that they just look at your messed up brain and they fix it. (laughs) (laughs) And she was uh, listen, this is the first time I saw this person. It's not like she knew me and she could say, you know, like what my traits are. She's like, okay. So is
0: this like a machine, Kenny, that you you just
1: you go it's a through. computer, it's like, you know, they yeah, hook up like they hook a, up. A, 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 uh, AKG, okay. they do the same thing for the brain. Okay. And they, it's an hour and a half procedure and they just read the waves of your brain and how you react to certain things. So they mm-hmm. show you pictures and videos so wow. you see how you react. And then based on that, she did full description of my personality and it was to the T. It's like I couldn't even lie. <laughs> You're like that's me. That, that's me. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you they just wow. work on it. They just, you know, like I would come for 40 minutes, I watch a movie and then this time they just activate different parts of your wow. brain that was not activated before. So
0: it's almost like they there's there's damage there, right? Yes. And they're, they're, rewiring, they're rewiring your rewiring whole wiring everything. Yes. That is incredible. So
1: it's very similar like say people who love going to therapy and I know mm-hmm. in America it's a big thing. They yeah. go they kind of, but it's an hour session and they say what they need to say so they let it go. But then in an hour you have the same problem Mm -hmm. or in a day something triggers you. This process just gives you an instant therapist in your head so you feel the emotion like she would tell me like oh you're gonna start seeing in 3D I'm like wow what is this so are (laughs) they they talking to you as you're going okay they just show the movie and you have headset suits for the movie and they just put all this wiring and what kind of movies are any movie but not something mellow so it doesn't go Yeah. and you don't have to put it it just kills time because you watch you you need to be in a very relaxed state of Mm, mind okay and then um So she would tell me like you're gonna start seeing things in 3d i'm like wow i'm curious how does this work so you do feel the emotion of sadness of wherever like for me it was temper temper was my thing i never cried i always screamed and my (laughs) kids would be mommy is always screaming because like i stopped screaming i started crying like it's a phenomenon. like i only cried probably in 16 years two times and every time my husband thought i'm dying because i don't don't do yeah. that and you know, crying I'm sometimes so is, is good for you, you well s- now I'm good at it <laughs> now I can put a whole oh, crying expert <laughs> now I'm a crying cry. like two seconds but it's also because I was holding on yeah. so much I would yes. never let even my brain would let me cry now yeah. I'm like good I was like oh my god and I can just, just let it <laughs> it's really it's a release it's know? a
0: release um, and I, it's funny because I never used to cry before I was never a crier and I would always make fun of people that cried. I'm like oh god they cry like but now Kenny I cry about everything <laughs> <laughs> I literally cry all the time sometimes my husband walks and is like why are you
1: crying I'm like I don't I really don't know I'm just crying you know I, I became like that too like yeah. I would even watch sentimental movies or something yes. I would be like before I was like oh my god those or a people. commercial yeah, I even like, a, like oh that's so yeah. sweet like all these things like at weddings like I would
0: never cry I'm like oh <laughs> totally no I, so cool. I was crying at my. I was the only one crying at my daughter's graduation I mean oh, I cried too I, I cried my eyes out to the point where I was, I was bawling and people were like handing me tissues and I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Nice. And I never used to be like that. I was always like, hold And you in, didn't even do brain thing. You saved yourself. Yeah, I feel
1: like maybe secretly. <laughs> <laughs> I just saved myself some money. <laughs> uh, but to me, it was amazing. Yeah. It actually what calmed me down, it gave That's me this good. sense of like, I would read letters from my attorneys and instead of feeling that anger and you know yeah. responding right away the things that I shouldn't I would be like okay I, I took that information mm-hmm. I have the feeling of anger whatever it is but I will take some time and then I respond yeah. with a smart decision and that's what it did to me that's you so know? important and you know journaling that's how my book actually started I started yeah. writing okay. I started writing the emotions the feelings the things what I want I did everything and when it was over I was like wow I had all these amazing tools or things like my attorney was like never uh, take 24 hours to respond so I will write it down for Mm -hmm. me like don't Mm -hmm. never you know like think of a decision out of fear you know so I will write all these things down and then at the end things you were going through uh, exactly what I was going through the advice she would give me or the notes like okay you need this this and that and that's how it came at the end I'm like wow I have all these amazing things that I learned and I would actually read a lot, you know, Good about the <laughs> family law and would call us like okay, you know what? I read section section says this and this and this <laughs> yeah, I mean, because to be honest with you, we all feel like Uh, we want somebody to come and save us. Every fairy tale, there's a prince who's going to come and save us. He's coming on a horse. Exactly. So you look at their attorney who's going to come and Mm -hmm. fix your life and fix the divorce, and you're going to be happily divorced after. But the reality is nobody can do it but you. Their Mm -hmm. divorce attorney doesn't know you, doesn't know the lifestyle, doesn't know your husband, doesn't know what you're going through, what you want. So the first thing... I say to every woman who thinks, just start writing down things, what you want, how you see yeah. yourself living, you know, and you have to direct your attorney in everything yeah. because they're not going to go in and investigate mm-hmm. or do all this thing. They're not going to do the work for you. So yeah. I think for a lot of women who take divorce much longer than mine, because they're not doing the work, right? And divorce is the same. You know, it's it's called a lawsuit, and mm-hmm. every lawsuit. That's why men are better at it than women, because most men. I yeah. know you do work, and you probably get a lot of lawsuits, so you know how to <laughs> handle them. But I actually have not gotten one. Oh my god, Thank that's goodness amazing! Never. Okay, knock on wood. <laughs> yes, knock
0: on wood. So far, so good.
1: But yes. most men know how to handle. Yes. Uh, a loss. Yeah. They know how to yeah. deal with a Charness. It doesn't really right. emotionally affect them. That's mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference. Because I
0: think as, as women, we take things more to heart and exactly. we're sensitive that way. Yes. And men, it's like it's work. It's and that's it, and, they can and it's a
1: business deal. Divorce it for is. them is a business it's a deal. Business how deal. they can get out with yeah. less money or <laughs> less time out yeah. of it. Yeah, and that's just honestly
0: the sad truth, but that's just how it is. And with yes. us, we're more like the family, the kids. The family. We get sentimental and yes. the time and the history that we put into exactly. it. Exactly. And for them,
1: it's like, it's just, you know, let's it's just get, yeah. Yes. yeah. And that's why when you start to realize and that there's nothing yeah. personal, it's not because he doesn't love you, you don't love him, it's just numbers they look at it differently yeah because in the beginning I was hurt I was hurt a lot because I thought it was not fair like we all do Mm -hmm. but then I realized like okay he it's it has nothing to do with me he just looks at it differently right and when I set my goals what I want just you know it's like for me the time was everything Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to get out and start my new life and just get on with it and get on with it that's how it started and then you learn how to talk too through all this you know to me that's number communication is the number one thing yeah and even if you cannot communicate and you extremely you know every time people like like talk and you fight but you start like, I learned how to say things to him that he would hear me. Right. And that's, you know, like, my number one advice. Like, learn to listen. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to say things, like, I would tell him, like, listen, I still love you, I still will do everything for you, it's the same as the children, but I'm not in love. I want to something different. So yeah. when you come from that approach, I think men hear you out, too. Right, You're, yeah. They realize that, yeah you know, you know what, it didn't work out. Yeah. And it doesn't, listen, it's not that easy like it sounds now. Right. But I'm sure there's so, <laughs> so much more to that. There's, and there's so, so much, much emotions. More, but to me, I choose yeah. all those things that happened in the past and things we said, I choose to forget them. Because first of all, it's not good to even remember it. And it was a temporary thing, you True. know, that it's just You have, like every divorce, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if two people just want to do it, then it goes smoothly. But most of it, it's like a fight, but it's an extended fight. Mm -hmm. So you say things to yourself, but then if you continue thinking over and over, oh my God, he said this. It, it, it's not good for you it's not good for you and honestly like half of the time I don't remember what I said but I didn't really mean it it's just yeah. because it's it, a fight. it's anger and it's, it's coming anger. from you know yeah it's coming And you're from coming anger. from hurting place and you just mm-hmm. want it to end so that's you know I give advice first of all don't take anything personal yeah you know uh, be prepared yes for it and it's a lot of paperwork that comes within you have right. to know a lot of things oh, of course
0: <laughs> I mean yeah I, I bet there's a lot of people it's like well I mean I wouldn't say like buying a house but <laughs> <laughs> Why
1: is more it's like when we because it was right after yeah. pandemic like I personally didn't know that when you go through a divorce without temporary arrangement for the kids you can leave the house but you can take your children with you Oh, interesting. So if you don't have that communication and agreement, mm-hmm. you know, oh, wow. most couples stay during divorce. Okay. Living in the same house because you just can't. Like I can walk away anytime I want, but cannot take my take children because oh, I stay didn't at home. Know that. Okay. So there's all these little things mm-hmm. I learned, and especially after pandemic, the courts was so booked. You can't get a you judgment. You can't. Yeah. You know, if yeah. one person says, I don't want, I don't, yeah. I don't want to get an agreement then it takes like six months just mm-hmm. to arrange that thing but to wow. me time was of the essence like I know so many people like three six years going oh yeah it, it's I've like, heard oh my people god this is like a torch in conti- years continuing torture oh yeah and it's hard to start fresh when you continue that battle well every people day. also get stubborn you know yes
0: and they start hating each other and there's like the stubborn you know no well she will well I'm gonna do this oh yes. she did this I'm gonna do that and then that just gets worse and worse and worse and piles up and takes forever and of course there's the money issue involved yes. so that's like another big thing and yeah and it gets like worse and worse so it's it's not fun i'm sure it was yeah. it was very hard
1: it was hard but it it just to me was important yeah. to end it fast to start new exactly. that's why start my your whole new book life is about up. new yeah it's how you you're gonna get through a very dark tunnel it's gonna yeah. be very very scary but yeah. I always knew there is always a light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. it's just how fast you get to that end. To me, was that was the most important thing. Yeah, you know, yes, it, it's like it's like having. A well, start. it's like
0: torture. Why do you want to stay in a chamber exactly. of torture, right? And so the good faster anybody. you go through it, the yes. f- you know,
1: faster you're gonna be happier. So. And, you know, I have respect for my ex-husband. We had amazing mm -hmm. years. It just didn't work out. That's why, to me, there was no... Even now, like, finally, we have an amazing relationship. We... Oh, that's good. good. You know, we communicate a lot for our children. And I think it's important. And kids see it. You know, and we talk. Yes, it was very hard for my children in the beginning because they didn't understand, like, okay, well, now... Like, we had this beautiful, you know, life in Orange County. And now it's like, okay, well, how's this? And I think for for my children it was first more because it was a shock because everything yeah. was perfect you know and like, how, how old were your kids when you're going through this 12 and my daughter was 12 my son was nine okay and i think it came to them as a surprise yeah and then unknown was mm-hmm. also okay well how are we gonna do this and yeah. you know to me i was like oh my god because my son was still now i'm like oh my god how he's gonna do because i baby him so of much course. you know he wouldn't know how to dress himself or like do <laughs> things but they learn so fast to they be honest do. with you and now i yeah. look at them and i'm like you know what there's one good thing that's so self-sufficient now i'm not worried about them yeah. even if i'm gone my ex is gone they know what to do how yeah. to do they know now like every day of mm-hmm. the week they know they're schedule, there are now little grown up People. Which
0: is a good thing. You want to talk, teach yourself your kids' independence, a little bit of exactly.
1: But sometimes as moms, it's easy to oh, do yeah. that.
0: everything for them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm guilty of that. I do everything for my kids. My daughter's 14, and I I don't remember what I asked her there. I'm like, just go put a bagel. I had to go to work. I'm like, just make a bagel and cream cheese. She's like, where's the toaster? Like literally, it's it's that bad in my house <laughs> because all these years I cater to them so yes. much that they don't know they don't know how to do anything and it wasn't really until the last six months my husband was like, Do you realize like what's happening in the house? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah <laughs> yes. I really realized realize that yes. you know I do so much for them that they have no clue how to no do clue. anything. So I literally had to teach them, like you need to get up, you open the fridge, you get the bagel out, you cut it, you put it in the toaster, it's that bad. So now they're becoming selfish, like self-sufficient. Yes. I can leave them a little bit, a few hours by themselves. And hey, my daughter's 14 and my son is 12, but you know, <laughs> they're about to go to college, but <laughs> it's embarrassing.
1: But, but, but I, I think I, I it's, get it. easier it's
0: easier. Because you know, you just you do, do it's it yourself. Like,
1: okay, it's five minutes for yeah. me to do it versus cleaning up all the mess and 100%. all the things. It's like, yeah. But then that's a point. It, it takes time to teach them to yeah. do it. And sometimes we don't have that time. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll just do it myself. Uh, that's what my mom right. was always like. You always want to do everything yourself. You don't let yeah. anybody do anything. I'm like, mom, because I can do it better than anybody else.
0: <laughs> that's kind of how I am at work too. <laughs> my
1: husband's like, honey, delegate. Delegate.
0: Are you going to go nuts? I'm like, no, no, no. I'd rather just do it because <laughs> I know how to do it. And I'm faster and I'm better. Exactly. And he's like, no, you need to tell them how to do it and show them how to do it. <laughs>
1: still to this day I still I'm guilty of that at work too which is not but thank God for brain mapping it taught me that I learned how to let go a lot of things yeah because before I was so stressed like today my makeup artist is like oh I'm late I would be like stressing out now I'm like you know what okay he's gonna be late okay like it doesn't matter yeah and I learned a lot of times that just the universe just plans it out differently a little bit true and if you go against the currents Mm -hmm. you're going to be fighting yourself versus just just let it go there's nothing especially after my daughter had a health problem yeah i realized there's really nothing in life that's. Mm-hmm. more important than your health. Absolutely. And that's There's when There's not
0: enough money in the world. No, no time. No nothing. No nothing. That can, You're
1: late. You missed the flight. Who yes, cares? Yeah. It's really not important. Your health is number one. Always. Your health is number one. Always. And you know right after my divorce and it's been a year from yeah. that when I thought oh my god finally we've seen the rainbow. The right. kids are happy. Everything is sad. Everything is good. Then we found out that my daughter had adrenal tumor oh, and it was a big wow. uh, it was a test for all of us was that two years ago but it years? was actually in February of this year oh, okay it was okay. in February uh, of this year we yeah. did uh, a hormonal test mm-hmm. for her and her male hormones were off the chart. They, t- wow. they told it just by looking at her uh, blood work that mm-hmm. she has adrenal tumor. Was she having any symptoms at all? Or? She did. She, uh, she's 14, she still doesn't have a menstrual uh-huh. cycle. She yeah. started growing hair Aww. and it all kind of yeah. led to it. And I yeah. came to the doctor and I'm like, you know what, let's check Something her hormones because off. we did the blood work a year before right. and it didn't show. And that's why I tell all the moms, if your girl's having any problems with whatever, just check hormones, not just the blood work. And the hormones showed that she has this. And then we did, you know, we had like 10 different doctors to go to, and the CT scan showed that her adrenal tumor actually was 10 centimeters, which is huge. It's it's, it's this big. big. This is where they said, well, it's probably only 10% that it's not cancer because of the size. And oh there,
0: there was a 10% chance it wasn't or it was, it was
1: not. Okay. It was not. So 90% it was. Wow. There was a adrenal scary. tumor and it was stage two, just based on this oh side. And my husband is a doctor. Gosh. So he knew all the statistics. He would call me and tell me like, this is what she has. And this is the survival rate. And all these things. And it was, and I'm as a mom, I didn't want, I didn't know how to tell her this. Wow. And I'm like, I told my ex husband, like, well, let's just tell her she has a cyst. Yeah, you know before we really know what it is because first before her surgery she was a chalk for a week doing all the things And, you know, as a natural instinct for me to protect her. Because in the back of my mind, like, it can't happen to my daughter. There's no way. Like, I always believed that it would be non-cancer. Even the Mm -hmm. statistics and all the things. And he will call me. I'm like, I don't want to know. I know she's not going to have it. That's it. Call me Mm -hmm. crazy, whatever. I just know it. And I don't want to... I didn't want to tell her. Yeah. And then now she talks about it. She's like, Mom, you know the scariest thing? The scariest time of my life? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, you remember when we were a jog and i didn't know what's wrong with me but when we walked it, it was still in the first week when they were just doing all the mm-hmm. tests mm-hmm. and um she's like we were on the fifth floor it's a cancer floor She's oh like, mom my God. i saw those things and because you didn't tell me what's wrong with me i was so scared i didn't know if i'm gonna die if i'm gonna leave and i said That's we actually went two two days ago on a walk and she told me and i'm like oh. i said alexa's like to me I didn't know how to tell you mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to believe myself to be honest right. with you and I had that feeling that it's not going to be and oh, you were yes trying to I'm be positive and, and I was trying and, yeah. to be positive and I was trying to just to shelter her from that yeah. information and she's like mom you know I wanted to know when dad told me everything I felt a relief because at least I knew what I'm having she, yeah that it's not something you know because at that time they didn't know they, they couldn't put uh, until the surgery and mm-hmm. the biopsy they couldn't tell us figure all, out exactly for sure but because it was so big and it was touching her kidney she they might have shaved her kidney thank god they didn't it was pushing her uh, mm-hmm. down her main arteries so oh my
0: gosh we had to
1: have a vascular surgeon just in case wow. you know if they can touch so it was a big seven hour surgery That's really scary It was scary for me, but now she tells me the scariest thing for her was not knowing what it is. And this is when I realized, you know what, she's really a grown-up. Mm-hmm. You know, little yeah. girl. She's not a baby like I see her, but in our eyes, they're always going to be. Yeah, she's she a little is, woman. She's a little woman that's yeah. ready to handle mm-hmm. everything.
0: Mm-hmm. And So did she know what she had before she went into surgery? Or? Oh,
1: my ex-husband told her everything. Oh, he did. Okay. All the statistics. She knew more than me because I was refusing to hear it all. Aww. So he told her everything. And you know what? She's... She had a puzzle, she said, I'll beat, I'll beat the odds. She wrote a song, The Fight's Not Over Yet. She's a singer, right? She's a singer, she's been singing since she was six. That's so awesome. And she wrote a song, The Fight's Not Over Yet. I and she that. says all the lyrics about that. She actually wrote her being in the hospital bed. Wow. And she showed a music video two days before her surgery. Oh, my gosh. And in her song, she said, I'll beat the odds. That's And she amazing. did beat the odds. And, you know, it's like it brings tears to my eyes just to thinking how... You know, we want to teach our children mm-hmm. so many things. Yeah. And then they teach us. They teach you know, us in the return. strength.
0: Yeah. And. Well, because we want to protect them and they're little yes. and then you don't think, you don't know how they're going to take it. But exactly. you know, when you're truthful with them and you, they feel at ease with all that, they can handle it. You know, they can. Yes. Ha-
1: kids are very resilient. Yes. They really are. After that, now, yeah. like we talk yeah. about so many things. Aww. Because she told me, she's like, Mom, I always want to know. Not knowing is the scariest part. Mm -hmm. So now I tell her things, you know, because there's a lot of things that, especially being divorced, it's a first time experience for both of us as a mom and as a child having, you know, like, time, all that, just yeah. all this unknown thing. So now I, we talk, and I know she's capable of accepting the truth or some things, you know, and she's also a teenager. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to be a teenager, especially in this on world. On top of all of that. On top of all of it, it you really know, is. Yeah. and I just, you know, I just bow to her strength and what she went through and how oh. she was more supportive of me. <laughs> 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 and I remember that yeah. like, I, I was, you know, I, I was trying to be so strong I didn't cry And like only the day of the surgery when I dropped her off I was bawling I can't imagine this is the first time I think it hit me that it's a seven hour surgery and this is like because something happened during the surgery and I was like wow this is the reality like how did it happen like why to her why to my little girl like and You know, she went through divorce. It was a very hard time for her. Now, this, like, how much? Why are you giving it to her? Like, I can handle it all. Like, then (laughs) you you want to take it away from
0: them and put it on you. Exactly. Yes.
1: And, you know, of course, the happiest day of our lives was mm-hmm. when the doctor said it's benign oh thank god and we were like yes oh. it was a relief you know obviously after the surgery it yeah. was really hard for her because she couldn't talk she yeah. couldn't walk it was like baby and she told us, like, mom, she had like to a, learn she everything. had to learn everything how to walk how to eat how to oh, you know do all those baby. things and you just and you didn't know how to help them that's yeah. you know that's the scariest thing like like you want it but you don't know and it's right. you know as a mom when you see your kids suffer it's that's, the worst it's the worst there's
0: nothing worse than that
1: there's nothing worse than that yeah like
0: we can take the pain and we can yes. handle it and we're but seeing your child suffer is is terrible. It's it terrible. really is,
1: yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. So when I see moms whose children yeah. have some sort of uh. problem, it's like, oh, my God, that God gave them so much patience, yes. you know, and strength to go through it because it's really strength, like to do it every oh, single yeah. day, And yeah. at least, you know, with mine and when they said it's benign mm-hmm. because we had different prognosis, like how her life can be if she's going to have to go to chemo right. and all these things. But thank God I was, was benign, and I knew at that point, that it's just a matter of time for her healing and doing all these things but i can't even imagine what women yeah. and families go through when you have a child that constantly needs something mm-hmm. extra when when they have something that's ongoing
0: ongoing that doesn't it's, get better and it's just the way of life and it's, I, I can't imagine i think it's it really is hard because i i'm the type i'm just so overly like over my kids and it's just you know any little thing like yeah, you know, they get like a fever, I'm, yes. I'm all over, I sleep next to them, and I literally take the thermometer, and every half an hour, my husband's like, at least give it like an hour or two. <laughs> and I'm that mom that just checks their like fever every 15 yes. minutes, and like, did the Tylenol kick in? Yeah, so I can't imagine, I it really is hard, but you know, it's it's those times that teach you strength, and you yes. don't have a choice. I mean, what choice do we have as a, as if you are a mom that has a, a child that's constantly sick? You yes. don't have a choice. You just have to get up, and you have to do it, but it's hard. It's hard. It really no, is And hard. that's
1: what it shows you that, you know, health is the most important it thing. Is. All other things, it doesn't really Not, matter. Yeah, you can yeah. go through everything. So everything little, comes
0: back. You know, a house, back. you can always buy another house. Exactly. You can always make more money. And um, You can always make more friends, but yes. your health is—it yes. you cannot replace it. You it's cannot just, replace it. It's not. So
1: uh, compared to that, yeah. so like I, she, like I know she looked at her life before, yeah. like why it happened to her, why her parents got divorced, and she has all yeah. these things. After this, she started looking at things differently. I mean, we all did. Right. We because it's such a you know, um, it changes your experience It changes you exactly. Mm-hmm. It changes your mindset and shows you what's really important what's not like a lot of girls like, in Chicago are like why you don't go anywhere I'm like because like when I have my children I want to be with them you that's are. so important yeah. you know I see like okay going to another girls night out it's not like mm-hmm. I'd rather go to movies with my kids yeah it's does that like mean you're it not shifts. coming out no I'm just <laughs> kidding <laughs> <laughs> I am I am <laughs> oh, I'm just but <laughs> it just it just shows yeah. you that you know life is so precious and so yes. many and that's again this episode just showed me like oh my god life is so precious Like, it like, really is you just have to enjoy it and do things yeah. you know what's really it's not even about money if it's making like my book when I was done with my divorce i'm like okay what am i gonna do now and i'm like you know what i want to write the book and i want to help women and i want to show them it's not the end and even in my age it starts all over yes i'm scared yes i'm gonna do mm-hmm. something I, I might get a lot of judgment oh my god now she's writing a book she's an expert ha. ha, ha. yeah but i don't care i want to show that it's, exactly. you can do it yeah and it's not just about making money it's just about fulfilling what you wanted you know mm-hmm. in your life and to me like there is women sometimes they talk to me and like oh my god you're an inspiration because we want to do it but we're scared or what Mm -hmm. you're doing or like it's so to me powerful just one person saying thank you yeah it's worth everything it's very
0: impactful and and you know what kenny there's always people that are going to criticize you yes no matter what you do and i i've learned that the hard way because (laughs) it's like oh well why is she doing this and why is she doing that and at some point you just you know and i'm i'm i think just like you i like to empower women i like to impact people and i've been through a lot too myself but you'd get to a point where you're like you know what even if i can change one person's life it's yes. whatever i'm doing is worth it exactly. and you know and you you will get a lot of good messages and positive messages and there's oh, yeah. always going to be that like one or two percent, they're gonna criticize no matter what you do. Of course, and it really
1: doesn't matter. So no, So you just have to put that to the side and, and yes, just that's know. why I teach Alex. I'm like Alexis, you want to be famous and a singer, you're gonna mm-hmm. have to grow a thick skin. You do because especially mm-hmm. girls, women are the one who is gonna judge you of no matter what. Yeah, and you're just gonna say, you just know, just women are very judgy in general. So in it's, general, it's, it's hard. You and know, and it's because I feel like that's a thing. The routine of women yeah. kills them. They lose themselves, and then they look at somebody else mm-hmm. and they want be that person, but they're so scared to get to out and do anything to, about do it. To do anything about yeah. it. And this is where my book, and my book is not just about divorce, you know, it's like right. I'm a love relationship. Yeah. It's just about that it's the beginning. It's not the end. Don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't just look at it like, oh my God, poor thing, your, your, your life just right. ended. No, like like okay, wrap it up. Celebrate and start it. And, and, and yeah. start all
0: over. <laughs> yeah. And move on with your
1: life. And move and on. So where are you with the book,
0: Kenny? How when is it going to come out? And So hopefully it's going to be out by the end of this
1: year. Okay. I'll keep you posted on that. I can't <laughs> wait. Actually, um, I'm already thinking about my next book. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm telling you. I feel like I you're going to be Dennis next. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's God! Like, oh, it's going to be or a relationship. <laughs> because, well, okay. because I've been married for 13 years and we've yeah. been together for 15. So obviously, I know something that of others don't. I'm sure you know a lot. <laughs> so I want what to kind of show it because you know honestly yeah relationship is work and you know it of to course. make any marriage or any relationship oh, yeah. it's, it's not a just lot like of work. because i feel like these days especially that all this you know, uh, things I see on Instagram. Oh, you need to be this, you need to be Mm -hmm. that. It's like, yes, maybe, you know, it's very American way where they want women to be so independent that they don't even need the men. Yeah. But the reality, that's why there is more divorces in America than anywhere else (laughs) in the world, because you know many difference yeah you know we have to understand that we have to understand we can still work and do our thing but at home we have to be that loving supporting nurturing person yes not another man in the house no
0: (laughs) no and listen i'm all about i'm I'm all about independence you know i i've been independent my entire life and I don't let people tell me what to do, and it's really yes. hard for me to take directions <laughs> <laughs> from anyone, my poor husband. But I also, as, as hard as I work and as independent as I am, and I'm, I'm raising my kids to be, my daughter especially, to be very independent and, and self, you know, all of that, yeah. I also am a very, very traditional person inside. I still come home. I still cook. I still cater to my kids and my husband. I put them first no matter what. Even though I have a career, I'm a doctor, and I own my own business and all of that. But to me, you cannot lose. You you cannot have, you cannot be one way or the other. You can't be like a complete feminist and put men down. And, you know, oh, I work, so, you know. Yes, whatever. Um, you can't be that way. You Also, you have to be loving. You have to be gentle. You have to be soft. And because you don't want to take your womanhood away either. No. You know, you're a woman, like whether exactly. you're working or not, whether you're independent, or not. Yes. You still are that woman. We're, we're loving, we're caring. And that's what we like to do. We like to take care of others. And, you yes. know, whether it's our families or our friends or our husbands or whatever. So you have to keep that sort of in you <laughs> and and you know you have that and i have that yeah, and exactly yeah but it's so, a lot
1: of women don't understand that no and then they, they look at it and like well why he's not doing this i was like well because you have to put something to it's you not do. one way yeah relationship is a two-way street and yes. sometimes you know that you have to look at this this way and he might have a bad day and you right and woman is always the one that smooths everything out Yes, always. <laughs> we like to fix things. We like to
0: fix things, exactly. We like to fix it, whatever it is. So that's we wanna... my
1: next book. And it's going to wow. have an expert. So it's... did you start working on your next book? Well, I'm writing already. I'm okay. writing my notes okay. and things. It's going to be like your journaling kind of. It's like this book, The Divorces and Opportunity. Yeah. I'm going to have expert like uh, mm-hmm. attorneys, like brain mapping experts right. on the book saying things. The other book is going to have men as experts, oh, what they see in women, what they want to see, what they think the woman mistakes make. Yes. like So it's not just me writing. It's also right. other experts talking on the matter. So I
0: feel like your first book is more of a guide.
1: Right. First one and is more of a guide. More of, of a guide. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To get to that side. Once yes. you're on that, on side, that side, you, you learn. can start fresh <laughs> if <it did> not <laughs> with a good relationship and good <laughs> skills. And, yeah, really and know how what to what... meet a man and yes. how to make him want to marry. Because I know so many girls who have been engaged for so long. Yeah. Not just a year or two. For me, yeah, two for, years for is a cut off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> but, and it's because I think they make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Down the of way. course. Yeah. And it's, it is you know, that's why it's like, okay, I think, you know, I, I know yeah. a little bit about it. Yeah. And I want to put it, but all, like, even this book, it's very easy to read. It has a lot of humor and mm-hmm. a lot of jokes. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not a hard, English is not my first language. So the first right. thing I told my ghostwriter, I'm like, listen, I want somebody like me to, to read write, it yeah. without Googling every other word right you want it to be easy i want yeah. it to be easy yeah. that you go down the pool and you just read it and you're like right. you know what that that's a great perspective because i want to change especially for women that it, it's hard for them to kind of reset that mindset yeah. that's you know it, it's not it's not the end of your life mm-hmm. it's just like a stepping stone to your right. next beautiful thing yeah. and a lot of I think women so concentrated their minds on the past yeah. that it's hard for them to move forward. Yeah. They have this grief. They have this, you mm-hmm. know, they they don't want to forgive their, mm-hmm. you know, other partner. And also men too. You know, yeah. they, they have all this thing. But once you
0: yeah. move fast... And then we're always evolving too. And yeah. I feel like it's it's part of evolving. You know, sometimes... Yes. You have been married for, let's say, 15 years, and you're not happy. Well, you know, you're evolving, you're changing, and it's okay to celebrate that. It's not okay to be that same person that you were when you were 23. Yes, exactly. You know, maybe what made you happy at 23, it doesn't make you happy
1: at 38, right? And it's okay. It's It's okay okay. to change. But you see, I think the world is so judgmental of women. Right. Because for them, okay, if you divorce, divorced, it means you've failed at mm-hmm. fixing those things. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. For men, it's like, okay, good, you're next. And that's why, you know, men get remarried more often than women. And faster, too. Yes. Typically. But it's also because if a woman say, oh, my God, I've been married three times, it's like, oh, my God, you... Right. You. It's, it's a big... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. But for men to say they've been married two, three times, it's, it's not normal. A big it's not a big deal. That's the yeah. whole mentality of, you yeah. know, like how men and women are perceived. In this well, it's a what? stigma, you know, yes. it's a stigma that's put on
0: us and I just, you know, it's the same thing. It's like when you get older as a woman, you know, oh, and when the guy gets older and he gets exactly. gray hair, it's like, oh, that's salty hair. This is finally so you're,
1: you're ready for the family. <laughs> so that's the, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's society it's and it's stigma. Society. But it's and, changing. I mean, I see how oh, yeah. fast that is even in our schools when they start talking to little kids that they can change their gender. Like, okay, I, if you can't change your gender, then it's okay yeah. for. A woman but, to be divorced now right. I mean if we're getting
0: at that point yeah exactly that's nothing compared that's to that nothing, you know so well listen. if we have that big of a choice yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah that's a whole other subject <laughs> but um so tell me what what's life like now for Kenny are we you're you're obviously dating yes. um you have a you're dating Mohammed,
1: right yes. and you guys are in a great relationship and what's it what's it like after divorce well, the number one thing is because I'm not hundred percent free. So it's very different to date when you have yeah. to divorce because you have days off. Yeah. Days off. It's like You've got your kids. I, yeah, I have days off from kids and I have my days when I it just yeah it's like my life right now has yeah. split in two. Yeah. And when I have my children, I wanna be with them. And I think it's harder for women, or even for any man who is dating a woman with children, Mm -hmm. to be okay with that. Because men, naturally, they want that full percent attention, so when they have to but I think amazing men they realize that you know what a woman who loves her children so much it's an amazing woman true because if a mom just leaves her kids doesn't care she will leave you the same way right that's not good so thank God he's very understanding and he's always encouraging me he's like no it's okay it's my Right. (laughs) my day I would tell him like okay it's your day off (laughs) (laughs) for me but it's hard for me because it's a transition you know it's also a transition of talking to children about, right. you know, like, dating yeah other people and how do you introduce them into your life and yeah. it's all new for me but I feel like so. you need to write a book about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a note. <laughs> Whatever it is nowadays instead of getting certificates you need to just write books about it. Okay? <laughs>
1: exactly or oh, there's so many Where I was reading uh, there's so many yeah. apps where you can oh, put your yeah. little notes you know oh, it's like a writing blogs. You remember before a long time Ago when it was um, Sex in the City, she yes. used to write blogs. So oh, now yeah. they're coming back, oh. where you can write those kind of things oh, about us, So you don't have to, you know, write a whole book, but you can just you write can your just write little points exactly, and thoughts, and then have and them. thoughts.
0: Oh, that's interesting. There's all this
1: new technology. Oh, well, you gotta send still. me those apps. Kay? I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very behind,
0: <laughs> I mean, I couldn't figure out how to turn on my uh, what do you call it, airdrop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll get there. I'll you'll have to send me those links and I'll I'll download them. Well, um, what is
1: what is next? So you have a book coming up, another, and then you're writing another book. So. I'm writing another book. I'm working on. It was always a dream for me. I always wanted to have my own skincare line. Yeah. But after my daughter's health thing, I realized that I want to do not just something organic, but mm-hmm. uh, something that cancer patients can use it. So oh, I would like good. to start. I started working with this company mm-hmm. that we're working on the products of. Uh, it's a body lotion, skincare, not skincare, sunscreens, because mm-hmm. it's very especially for you know yeah. cancer patients or any any person you any can get. Patient, yeah. um, you know, skin cancer. So that's my hopefully in a year we'll see that oh, that's, that's work exciting. in progress well you have a, it sounds like you have a lot on your plate and maybe in between i'll come up with something else yes <laughs> yes
0: like a certificate or another
1: degree <laughs> yes. well i'm working now also on a, a fundraiser for oh. cancer uh kids cancer research that we're okay. going to do in september i think i think you're yes, coming in i am way. coming yeah and we're going to yes, be hosting I be one in uh newport next year so it's okay. like a little of baby branch yes. from that so there's always something I'm working on mm-hmm. that's why it's like oh my god sometimes it's hard to wrap my mind but the thing is because I get bored once like yeah. I put something on you know on that and train it's, and it's, it goes on now I'm like okay what's the next thing you're you're like me <laughs> yeah
0: that's what's keeping I think has alive, life of course I mean you know when when your brain shuts off and you're not really you know you're not stimulated mentally yes what what is what is left I mean exactly. I just feel for me anyway life is boring I need to constantly be going <laughs> constantly be doing something and I love learning I yes. really love learning and throwing myself into situations that are uncomfortable yes. challenging myself and you know and you know scary things where I'm like I don't think I can do but I think I can do it <laughs> <laughs> so life is learning and it's exploring yes. and so yeah you you can't just stop right no. Uh, you'll be you'll be dead pretty much <laughs> well I'm so happy to, to that you came on today this was so exciting and so informative and I can't wait for the book to come are you having a launch party <laughs> I will okay I promise you'll be there All right, well you're gonna to come to my launch party I'm planning in September for the podcast so I gotta have you there um, and I can't wait for your book to come Thank out you. I will support you in any way I can Thank I think you. you're gorgeous on the inside and the outside you're obviously stunning um, and I can't wait for girls night. Thank so, you. So fun to have <laughs> you here. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you so much for having me. So fun. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <Woo>. Yes.
0: Change your life alone.